0: Welcome back to the Heather McCoy Show. Uh, What you just heard, if you were wondering, was Rockin' the Free World, which was a cover by the Moog Cookbook from their soft-titled album. Joining us on the line is Robert Larson. He's from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hey,
1: always good to be with you. Kind of rockin' the sort of free world here. Yeah,
0: sort (laughs) of. So we have an odd story where an ex-city council member from the city of Lake Elsinore was found murdered in that same city uh he's had a checkered past. can you tell us more? yeah
1: he seems like one of these uh colorful uh <laughs> politicians who uh involved in a lot of shady deals but uh the guy uh george eloni is his name uh seventy seven year old man and he uh, was removed from office uh, a few years back after he was found guilty on some uh charges of they didn't call it uh, 14 charges of misconduct. And uh, so a judge ordered him removed. And he, uh, a few years later, um, ran for a uh, seat on the, uh, water district, which he won. And then he said that sort of vindicated him and that he, uh, even though he was found guilty on these charges that, well, people voted me back in. So I, I'm really not a bad guy or something but he, uh, he had this real colorful past and he would burst into council meetings yelling at uh people there and he uh one of the things he got he was found guilty of or led to his removal from office was that he was voting on um uh, something to do with redevelopment in the city and he had connections with uh, <laughs> the the uh, things he was voting on and so which is uh not uh not really kosher,
0: <laughs> uh, no it, it, you know in the corporate world, that's called synergy, but you know in city government that's corruption,
1: yeah, yeah, so um it, it just uh it almost reminds me of one of these uh, uh kind of you know Bob Dornan type of characters really uh kind of uh loud and boisterous and uh, always uh. Ah, I'm going to just keep on fighting, and blah, 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 and
0: uh, I'm, I'm,
1: you know, this kind of thing. And I'm sure you have other politicians at the local area, at the local level there in, in your area, right?
0: Oh, yeah, there's tons of them over here. But, but yeah, when he was re-elected to the water district, it just reminds me of uh, Russell C. Paris, who was, he was a water district guy in Westminster, and he was also part of the city council, I believe. And, you know, I think people just, like, click boxes that their names sound pleasing. I don't think that's really a vindication that he was okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, people, I mean, how much do you, you and I are a little more uh, informed than, I don't know, a lot of voters out there. But, you know, still sometimes it's not always that easy to find information about local politicians. And you you just, uh, I mean, you can, but you have to dig a little. And so it's like you kind of try to read their little blurb in the voter guide and try to read between the lines of, like, is this a crazy right-winger or something like that? But, uh, you know, it, it, it takes work to be informed, and I think some people don't do any work, and then they just well, it, vote via name recognition. But anyway, so this, uh, this just happened, so there's not a lot more being released by the police. They just said he was slain. No more details, no suspects, uh, no... Indication if it was related to anything he was involved in as a politician, you know, maybe he pissed off some powerful people. There's no indication of that, but you you would think that's a possibility. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, or you know, maybe owed somebody something that he didn't pay on, or uh, you know, um, but this will be an interesting story that we can maybe uh, follow up on. And
0: it does sound like a great story that you can follow up on. Maybe like Elsinore has a mafia
1: yeah there's some weird stuff in that town yeah
0: Yeah, so in the nearby city of Temecula a man came after his family with a hammer and a wrench Uh, drugs are involved but the only question is really which ones Um, (laughs) yeah so this is um it's like the Beatles song you know Maxwell's silver hammer
1: (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, I mean we're, we're, we're laughing but it's just like yeah they're just I don't know. I just feel compelled to kind of report these stories with you about Temecula, Murrieta, and so many people move out here because they think they're avoiding all the nastiness of the big city and its low crime and, uh, you know, the kind of bedroom community. And it's, uh, there's there's a lot that goes on here that's really unsavory. And this was, yeah, um, they're just saying the police are saying he was under the influence of uh, of a controlled substance. They're not going uh, much further than that. My my uh, bet would be crystal meth, uh, but it's possibly I don't know uh, something angel dust or something like that. I don't know. People still do angel dust. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, yeah. They they got a call. He came out and he was uh, threatening or. or his mother and his brother, his 10 year old brother, with these uh, tools. He had a hammer and a wrench. And I know that always seems kind of weird when people are just kind of grabbing blunt objects like that. And uh, uh, so, the, the, anyway, the police came and they uh, zapped him with stun guns. And uh, that didn't seem to stop him. And uh, they shot him with a uh, pepper ball device which sounds really unpleasant.
0: No, yeah, that doesn't sound like a fun day.
1: (laughs) And uh, they had to... He Once they finally subdued him, he was pretty messed up, and a couple of deputies suffered some injuries, and the suspect uh, had to be sent to the hospital before he could even be um, sent to jail. So, uh, yeah, just uh, another one of those kind of uh, murder and mayhem stories that go on a lot more often than... People would think in the uh, valley here.
0: Yeah, I haven't been a part of DARE in a long time, but that sounds like a multiples of drug. So it seems like there's more things going on than just crystal meth. But well, you yeah, know. it seems like
1: it's one of those things where the guy has this sort of extra strength and this sort of no fear uh, kind of uh, um, nature about him. Yeah. That yeah. is really bad to be like that when cops are around, uh, you it usually ends up <laughs> quite poorly for you.
0: Speaking of people with no fear, uh apparently uh that you found a bumper sticker in your drives around uh Temecula the, the city that said uh tap out there's no there or I'm sorry, there is no tap out in hell. <laughs> that is sweet. I, I'm
1: always amused by these uh um crazy Christian uh sort of Sloganeering and bumper stickers and things you find around, things that people have on their T-shirts and whatnot, and it's just a little bit more over the edge than you find in Orange County usually. And uh, yeah, this just was like you read it and you're like, what? And then you get it and you're like, that's that's clever in a just really goofy kind of twisted way. But yeah, uh, it was like there's no tap out in hell. <laughs>
0: And a tap out for um, listeners that might not be familiar is it's like MMA or something when you're calling for mercy, essentially, if I I think I have that
1: right. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, ultimate fighting uh, when the your opponent has you, you pinned and has you in a really painful situation where they're. Uh, you know, either choking you severely or just beating the crap out of you, uh, you can tap the mat, and then the ref ends the match. You basically, yeah, called for mercy, and you know, I quit. I, you won, so uh, which is like, like it's, it's just like, whoa, there's no tap out in hell, and you're like, wow. It always just brings to my mind that notion that a lot of people have against this sort of view of Christianity, like, what kind of a, a god uh, just has no mercy? Yeah. They say he's a god of mercy, you know, but then you're like, really? That someone can say, I'm sorry, I, I, I give up, I, I, you know, no, you need to be tortured for eternity.
0: <laughs> that That is an excellent point, uh, on, actually. The, the sticker I would love to see in the Inland Empire that would raise a whole lot more questions than they, it would answer would be, there's no safe word in hell. <laughs> going with the bondage theme on that one but.
1: right right yeah it's just like yeah no safe for you get uh you just get mauled by uh, a person who's a sadist and uh goes way past your point of, of uh comfort
0: because in in cartoons that's what it looks like honestly yeah I mean I mean it, but but that's
1: the thing so many of these extremist Christians have this view of a of a place where it it's it's all about that you are just tortured for eternity by uh, somebody who enjoys it. it. You know, you just are thrown into a pit of uh, of sadists, and <laughs> and and there's no, yeah, no tap out. There's no, oh, well, eventually you'll die from injuries. It's just like no, it just goes on forever, and like, and just how twisted that is, and how you would sort of like have so many weird. Uh, beliefs about this world you actually live in and and your behavior and the way you you operate in this world would be so twisted by believing that there is a very real afterlife that is like that
0: yeah yeah well fortunately we have a tap out it's called the top of the hour um so thank you for joining us from the other side of the cleveland national forest robert larson until next time okay tap out okay tap out this is the heather (laughs) mccoy show